Hi everyone, welcome to a daily dose of orange juice. My name is Leslie Green. I'm a bilateral below the knee amputee. And this podcast exists to try and bring to light some information, <laughs> excuse me, um, that I've done research on regarding a few topics. Um, the topics generally I try to focus on are either for individuals who live with limb loss or those who love us and come alongside as caregivers and family and friends. I always say it, and I mean it every time, the information in this podcast should not be used to replace directives that you've been given by your doctor, your surgeon, your prosthetic clinician, physical therapy, occupational therapy, or any other member of your healthcare team. These are just anecdotal thoughts that I have on topics that I think are relatable. And since November is National Caregiver Month, I want to focus this week on coping with tragic events. And limb loss falls into that category. And you know, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the news and how often we turn on the news and we watch somebody else's life on TV that's been turned inside out. And we can see the graphic images, you know, whether it's a flood or a hurricane or some natural uh, disaster, or if it's an act of, of terrorism or uh, some tragic event um, that's happened. We, we see this on the news and we identify with their shock and their heartbreak. And we know that the lives that they knew have been changed forever that the rug has been pulled out from underneath them and now those people that we're seeing on tv find themselves with an unfamiliar path and having to start over but what about in our cases if you're like me and you either are a person living with limb loss or limb difference or you're the caregiver loved one or friend we're finding those roles reversed now we're the ones that people are watching the tragedy of what's happened to us or to those that we love. And maybe you've been in that place where you found yourself reeling or gasping for air and grieving the loss that happened to either yourself or someone you love. But as that shock wears off, we realize that it's just our turn for this experience. And you heard me say at the beginning, I'm a bilateral below the knee amputee. I'm also a cancer survivor. And I've had family and friends who have struggled with different health things. So I've been through my share of helping uh, people ride the magnitude of life crisis. And through doing a lot of research and a lot of living, I think that there are some things that will be good to consider as you uh, continue to go through this experience. And the first thing, uh, and I think about this when it comes to, to athletes that, that people are told is to pace yourself, right? You know, if this is a new event in your life or in the life of someone you love, either hearing that you need an amputation or you've just gone through one or your loved one has just gone through one, you're probably in that very first stage, you know, kind of that survival mode. Um, 
you may not be able to connect all the dots or make sense of what's happening. A lot of times people tell me that they have trouble reading or focusing. Um, and the emotions may be a roller coaster or there may not be any at all. So I'll, to that end, all I'm going to tell you is slow down. Take a breath. Breathe. And second to that, I think it's okay to shut out everything, to shut out social media, to shut the doors on, on people coming in and out and asking questions on your life. It's okay to take a break and come up for air, to shut down everything and rest, right? So this is, this is what we know is how exhausting life becomes when we're going through things that we don't understand and we can't make sense of. It's, I used to laugh and tell my students that some days my brain felt like an iPad with a million apps open. And I think that we're like that. I think that our brain in these situations is continuously searching or maybe even worse at replaying what we've gone through. And we need time to just shut it all down. Something I tell people all the time, and I think it's especially appropriate here, is simply be patient. Things do change. But when you're in that place where you're overwhelmed and you're flooded with questions and people and everything else, you're, you're trying to figure out what's going on. Your system, your internal system is trying to reconcile the fact that you've been through this traumatic event or you're going to go through this traumatic event and you need time to just be patient and allow yourself the time it takes to figure things out and to face things for what they are. This is one that I think especially affects the caregivers. And it's forgiving yourself for not being able to control the situation that your loved one is going through. This gets so confused where people, people don't quite understand the reaction of their loved one. And it's the fact that they're having to watch us go through amputation and they can't change anything about it. And sometimes they're the ones that have to make those decisions for us. But this is where my next phase for you would be to forgive yourself for not being able to be in control. And there's nothing to do with how smart or resourceful or loving or faithful or organized you are. Nobody gets to be in control of this. It doesn't matter how organized you've been over your lifetime. Some things you just don't get to control. You have to let go of them instead of wrestling and resisting. You just have to let go of the element of control. It's an illusion anyway. Another thing that I would say is helpful as you're going through these events is remembering self-care and self-compassion. You've heard me talk already several times about it's one day, one step, one breath at a time. You don't get to do 
even in the best of times, you don't get to do more than one at a time anyway. So why would this be any different? But in these situations, either about to face limb loss or currently in the middle of it, it's important for that self-care and self-compassion to click in. It could be possible that you've never had to show yourself more patience or support or kindness or gentleness than you need to right now. You know that you want some normal, that your mind was gonna welcome a daily routine. But part of that routine needs to become things that replenish you, whether it's exercise or food or rest and relaxation. Make those part of that routine. This next thought that I have is about letting go of being self-critical. Especially if you're an individual who is losing a limb or has lost a limb and has diabetes. So often I find individuals in this situation blaming themselves, shaming themselves, judging themselves for this event. I should have known better, should have done better if I had only. All that actually does is prolongs your suffering. When we are harsh and really critical to ourselves, it causes more pain. So it's okay to be accountable, but to be critical doesn't help. A couple more things that I would say as you're going through this coping with tragic loss of limb is find a way to express your anger or your grief, or your lostness. I used to say that, I feel so lost. In a constructive way. And that doesn't mean that you hide away your emotions, or you deny them, or you repress them until you can be constructive with them. That's not it. But if you can find people you trust, and if you can find a venue that's constructive, like journaling, or painting, or sculpting, being able to do that is going to bring about some healing and some renewal to yourself. Sometimes people say, well, I don't have any emotions about this. You do. Know that grief over limb loss is different than grief over a loss of a loved one. They're both huge tragic losses, but they present really differently. Looking forward toward healing from a traumatic loss. And, and I want to be clear that all amputation is traumatic. I'm not talking traumatic as in only car or motorcycle accident or work injury. Even elective is traumatic. And I think the more that we call one traumatic and not the other, we diminish the experience. So all amputation is trauma. Just depends on the point that it entered your life. So let's get beyond calling it elective because nobody elects to lose a limb. These, these next things that I think will be helpful uh, are related to healing and renewing of yourself and renewing of how you see yourself or how you see your loved one. And I think it's important 
in these phases that we surround ourselves with people who are supportive. Because none of us goes through any of this alone. What makes the difference is the love and the care from others around us. This is a time to let those people in. To let them in and to really see us in the most authentic way. Without the mask, without the, the seeming sense of control. Because it's then, when we've gotten rid of that false pride, that people can really know us. If you are a person of faith, this is also a time when your faith will help you renew and rebuild. Clearly, going through something like limb loss can cause you to be heartbroken. It is a moment of truth though. It, it may be true that you feel like, you know, you, the wind has gone from your sails and you feel like throwing in the towel, but your spirit is resilient and it's searching for the faith and trust and courage that you've held prior to the event. So you've got it within you to rise up. And there's joy and meaning on the other side of limb loss. There is, there is. You just got to get out from underneath the rubble first. And part of that is not searching for a timeline. How often do people ask me, well, how long will it take until I walk? Or how long until this is healed? Or how long until this or that? All I can say is there is no timeline, so don't try to create one. There is a future that is unfolding day in and day out. And there is healing for your heart and your mind. And there will be new chapters of your life after this devastating loss has resolved. Your path forward is one that will honor you. You are a work in progress. You always have been, even before this. And just like before this happened to your life, there will be good days and there will be bad. Accepting that, I think, is pivotal to being able to move forward. And the last thing I'll say about coping with or moving through a tragedy ties into this month's theme of gratitude. I know you're probably thinking, what? How are you grateful for limb loss? But here's the thing. Being grateful to yourself for having made it in this journey. You will go from feeling completely lost and broken and destroyed to a place where your life is a powerful statement about who you are. And you're showing yourself respect and appreciation. And when you let yourself take that from other people, it's a great thing. The journey you are making back onto solid ground after having the rug pulled out from under you is the story of humans. It's been happening for centuries. Life is life, as they say. There will be tragedies and setback in life. There always have been. 
that life is about fighting and finding your way back. One breath at a time. Knowing how to let go. Knowing how to take care of yourself. Knowing how to summon the courage and the strength, either for yourself or for a loved one. To keep the faith, knowing that there will be a better day ahead. You are becoming a better version of yourself, either as the individual who's gone through limb loss or the caregiver. And eventually, you'll turn the page on this loss and you'll write a new chapter of life. And it will be filled with the lessons that you learned from this one. So hang in there. Know that you're not alone. Reach out, reach forward, and know that others will come alongside. You can make it as a caregiver, as an individual, through this event to the other side. And your story and your experience will empower someone else to do just the same.